It's Monday. It's October 5th. And the word of the day is neo-Nazi, which means new national socialist. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Used in a sentence, are you a neo-Nazi? Used in another sentence, I'm not a neo-Nazi. It's really easy easy. to use in a sentence. Asterisk for later. (laughs) See, that's the problem, Heath. They asterisk way too many questions. Okay. What? I'm no illusion. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about the debate? Would Um, we say debate? What's the word for for that? Uh, Surprise Comedy Central roast of Joe Biden. Not a (laughs) word. Um, Mortification. Okay, solid. Sure. Well, we're going to talk about... Whatever it is that happened between Joe Biden and Donald Trump in Cleveland last week. But first, the rest of the intro music. Joining me for this very special bonus episode are my fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Gentlemen, I'd like to start us off okay, with a discussion we do, of the... Say, I, I okay, so technically, this is a bonus episode. No, mention that it listen, I need, I'm going to be able to... Listen to what, what I'm saying. I need to introduce something first. I drive a Dodge Stratus. Sorry about that. Using the mute button. I'm hoping we can all agree to act like grown-ups and speak one at a time. For the rest. Okay, so I was acting like we're gonna do the whole bonus episode. I just want someone to talk over me. I I was the one interrupting. You're interrupting my interruption. Is what happens. I still have the mute button. It's right here in front of me. I'm using it. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So, the format of this debate. Sorry. Really. Rule of threes. Rule of threes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. As I was saying, the format of the debate was supposed to be six different topics with about 15 minutes dedicated to each one. And each candidate would have two minutes at the beginning, followed by 11 minutes of open discussion. Any thoughts on that format? Oh, there was a format? <laughs> well, does it does it have dental records we could examine? Just, uh... <laughs> look, 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 look. Don't be so fucking judgy. Some people learn from documentaries. Some people learn from Jerry Springer episodes to each their own. <laughs> Oh, they definitely needed Jerry's bouncer for this right. thing. That would have been helpful. Steve? Was it Steve? Steve. Yeah. <laughs> this format, yeah, probably not the word either. I don't understand how the Biden team agreed to this format. Terrible idea. Like, Biden's strength, compared to Trump, is clearly content. Like, you know, better health care for the average American. More taxes on the wealthy to help the average American. Uh, I'm not a Nazi. Like, That's content strong. strengths. <laughs> Biden's strength is not finding a way to make a point in a free-for-all with Trump shouting ridiculous interruptions the whole fucking time. I don't see how the Biden campaign could possibly think a format with 11 fifteenths of it being a free-for-all with Donald Trump was a good idea. Well, unless, of course, they actually just wanted to showcase for the world what a belligerent, bloviating asshole we had in office right now. <laughs> yeah, they got lucky on that one. I mean, honestly, like if, if at any time Biden had just turned to the camera and said, this is what happens when scientists bring him information he doesn't want as well. This this <laughs> format would have worked great for that, the Biden camp. That would have been great. He did not do yeah. that, unfortunately. Yeah. He needed loved a that. camera, too. Th- this format might have worked for uh, Bernie Sanders or Liz Warren or Kamala Harris if they were up against Trump. But I don't know. It just didn't didn't do it for me with Joe Biden. It's Debating isn't his strength. It's not Trump's strength either. But Jim Krasinski. Anyway, the nonpartisan 
Commission on Presidential Debates immediately realized how ridiculous that format was, and they're adding a mute button. Assuming we still get more debates. Yeah, the good. <laughs> there's a much bigger mute button that just kind of possibly nice on, big mute viral mute button that <laughs> there is. To, so yeah, in case anyone missed it, Trump contracted a highly contagious strain of poetic justiceitis. <laughs> so we'll have to see how it goes with future debates. Either way, this throws an extra big spotlight on the VP debate between Harris and Pence, which I think is great. Kamala Harris is much more intelligent yeah. and an attorney for decades who should be able to ruin Mike Pence regardless of the format. But assuming we do get another Biden-Trump debate, any other ideas besides the mute button for fixing the format? Well, Trump stole my idea by not wearing a mask. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sad thing, though, is the next one was supposed to be a town hall-style event, which obviously they can't do now. That would have been amazing. Like even if they, like especially if they changed absolutely nothing, Trump would end up in a slap fight with an elderly black lady by the end of it. You know, He's, Krav Maga. I still Krav- meant by you. People. Don't say Krav Maga. I'm gonna beat you up anyway. Don't care. Yeah. And uh, oh man, that would have been great. Well, regardless of what they change beyond the mute button, if we do get more debates, Trump's gonna brag about it. He's already doing that. His campaign is already doing that. Whatever they alter about the format, Trump's gonna make it sound like. The rules are being changed because Biden couldn't handle him. Now, what's actually happening is the debate commission having to adjust for the first five-year-old they've ever had in their history. Mm -hmm. But if you're an undecided voter at this point, you're ridiculous. (laughs) And you might fall for that. That, No, that's true. And speaking of format, the debate was moderated by... Well, would we say moderated? (laughs) You said it. That was your word. Yeah. There was a guy at the front occasionally asking questions and achieving exactly zero useful discussion. That was Chris Wallace of Fox News, the fair and balanced news <laughs> channel. Any thoughts on Chris Wallace as the, the something orator? Okay, so here's the thing. I'm reading this book right now called How to Talk So Kids Will Listen, and it's about like helping really little kids learn language and behavior modification and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Chris Wallace literally makes... All the mistakes. In <laughs> I'm literally watching it with Anna going, you see, he's offering the reward before he talks about the behavior he wants. Huh? <laughs> can't talk. Can't do that. Don't offer rewards to Nazis also. <laughs> yeah. Just policy should be in that book. Yeah, it's probably it's in, the, it's in the index. So to be clear, though, we're we're criticizing Chris Wallace's elephant eating technique. Right, like, to a certain degree. But holy shit, man, when, when he started doing all of that, like, well, Mr. President, perhaps this next topic will mollify you a bit, shit. <laughs> it, it got you. really hard to pretend that he was even trying. You, you want a cookie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just disaster of a job moderating. Horrible. In fairness, it, it did look like Wallace actually tried to rein in Trump a few times, but not effectively at all. We needed a public school teacher. That absolutely would have done it. And the mute button. And a soundproof booth to drop from the ceiling over Trump when it's not his turn to speak. Yeah, as George Will said, nothing but a trap door behind his fucking lectern would have done the trick. (laughs) (laughs) The trap door from The Simpsons where he falls out the bottom and then drops in the ceiling again. Oh, I was thinking of the one from Return of the Jedi. That's where I went. But, you know, whatever. Each his own. Whatever you want. I don't know why you would do that to the Rangor. But (laughs) he's doing that thing again. I don't know why it's doing that thing again. That's weird. But anyway, w- Wallace did manage to to get a question in at the very beginning. 
So the first topic was the Supreme Court. And the question was, why is it okay or not okay for the Republican Party to be giant fucking hypocrites and jam through a confirmation for Amy Coney Barrett right now with the election already underway? That's not how Wallace worded the question, but it fucking should have been. <laughs> he also added a sub-question, where do you think Barrett will take the court ideologically? Well, and, and despite how broadly he phrases this question, Trump literally runs out of gas 39 seconds in, right? He starts <laughs> yeah. repeating himself like a lazy third grade book report uh, 40 seconds into his response. And at a minute 19, he gives up on vamping. The question is, where do you think that your nominee might take the Supreme Court? And he cannot even think of anything to do with his remaining 41 seconds. No, no. I thought he was going to start interrupting himself because that's all he had written down as a note. Just to interrupt. Yeah. He did point out that he won the election and he says, you know, I'm president for four years. So this is during that four years. And Biden fails to point out that Obama was president for four years yeah. after the 2012 election. That never got said. That bothered it's, me. It's insane that he never brought that up. That, that was crazy. That was the biggest to me. That was the biggest miss Biden made all night. And it's inexplicable. Yeah. Giant miss right at the beginning. Yeah. I, I, I was just so distracted by Trump's physical appearance. I, I know there's more important stuff, <laughs> but... I forgot that he doesn't know how to stand. He looks like he's hiding a sword he just stole between his legs. Huh. That, that would make sense. Also, hey, credit where credit is due to Donald Trump. He opens the debate with elections have consequences. I just wrote down, oh, how much did Andrew pay for that sponsored placement? That's nice. That's good. He also mentioned that a whole bunch of very liberal people from Notre Dame are endorsing Amy Coney Barrett. That very liberal. <laughs> Who are these people? How do you not stop and be like, oh, name them. Who are you talking about? Well, they, what? Are, they are top, top academic. So, <laughs> oh, cool. Can't really yeah, that's what I meant. That, that was specific. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> so that was Trump's two-minute answer, I guess, the 39-second answer, and then he ran out. But yeah, uh, Biden made some reasonable points, I guess. He said, you know, socialized medicine and Roe v. Wade are done or very possibly done if Amy Coney Barrett has her way. Well, he sure as hell didn't say socialized medicine. He didn't use those words. But yes. Uh -huh. no. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. He talked about the Affordable Care Act getting struck down. But yeah. we're also not getting bigger steps beyond that if it's if it's up to her anyway. No. Yeah. Biden definitely was at his weakest at the beginning of the deb debate, which is exactly when you don't want to be your weakest. Um, he flubbed this question quite a bit. I think, you know, he he his strategy was clearly to pivot everything to Obamacare as much as possible and sort of talk those pocketbook issues up. Uh, but mm -hmm. in, in so doing, he was doing the. He actually said at one point, like, I'm not opposed to Amy Coney Barrett. And I'm like, well, there's your first problem right Why there. Why the fuck not? Why the hell yes, would you, are. you be opposed you're a liar. to Amy Coney Barrett? Don't <laughs> lie. You have to be. I need you to say that you're opposed to Amy. That's ridiculous. I'll, I'll take her to a lovely seafood dinner, all right? A lovely dinner. Somewhere, somewhere classy with cloth napkins, but she's not for Uncle Joe. Okay. Okay, but maybe in like you know a few weeks because she was at that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Um, but yeah, like I said. So so and then of course you get into the open discussion and Trump immediately has to start making shit up, right? He starts talking about how uh, uh, Biden's going to get rid of private health insurance. He says, you know that thing that like you were the only guy in your party that ran on, and then you. One, because of I think you you believe the other thing is what I think, <laughs> right? right. 
And that would have been a great time for Biden to jump in and explain what public option means and why that being slightly different than Medicare for all shouldn't be any sort of wedge for you at this point if you're trying to decide between him and Trump. But that barely happens. I, I really didn't like this this first part. To be fair, he did declare himself the Democratic Party. That was weird. <laughs> Just out of nowhere, he's, he's questioned about like, well, that's, you know, Trump says, well, that's not what your uh, your party says about health care. And he's like, I am the Democratic Party. I'm the Alpha and the Omega. Relax, man. We saw you, you pull up in the Stratus. It's cool. You drive a Dodge Stratus. Take it easy. Well, yeah, but so, the, but, but the point he's making here is like, okay, if that's the Democratic Party, then why the fuck did they just nominate me? Yeah, right? absolutely. You know, Solid point. Yeah, Solid point. Uh, but, but so, but, and, and keep it, so here's, the actual quote we get from Trump, though. Okay, so just to keep in mind what Biden's going up against. Quote, well, you're certainly going to socialist. You're going to socialist medicine. End <laughs> quote. Yeah, to be fair, in the competition between those two sentences, I drink your milkshake is far more <laughs> <laughs> That needed to be, okay, stop. Donald, define socialist right now. Yeah, please. right. Oh. Right. Nope. Uh. Oh, I also thought, so I give Biden a little bit of credit here. I thought it was a really good uh, point that he made uh, mentioning the fact that not, like going forward, having had COVID-19 would be a pre-existing condition if they strike down the ACA. Excellent yeah. point. Yeah, I thought that was a super, super strong point. Um, and I thought it was right to, pu uh, to pivot to Roe v. Wade. He, he finally did get around to that before the Supreme Court discussion was over as well. I'm, I love yeah. Trump's... It's like he had his hand in the Roe v. Wade cookie jar, right? And Joe <laughs> Biden walked in. I'm not... What? Did, no, I was just looking at Roe vs. Wade. <laughs> Who said anything about Roe vs. Wade? Oh, the, the lady I nominated? She said, how much about it? Oh, a whole thing? Well, I did Spit out the Roe v. Wade. <laughs> Spit it. Spit it. <laughs> More people spit out the Roe v. Wade. We wouldn't need Roe v. Wade. <laughs> okay. Also, Trump says, you don't know Amy Coney Barrett's view on Roe v. Wade. Yeah, I, what the fuck are you talking about? We absolutely <laughs> do know her view on that. I do. Would you like me to tell you? And then you will as well. <laughs> Is this complicated? How did that not get a stoppage from Wallace and Biden? Yeah, Just like, why? no, clear lie. That's clear lie. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Okay, well, we got through some talk of the Supreme Court, I guess, and then we move over to health care. The next question was for Trump. What is your plan to replace Obamacare? And Trump says, my plan is to get rid of Obamacare. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like Wallace is trying his damnedest to get the question out, right? This is the first time he can't actually get the whole fucking question out. And he's trying to say hey, man, you know, you haven't actually presented any kind of a plan. And Trump's like, you know, I have a secret plan that you don't know about that I am going to implement any minute now. You don't, it could, <laughs> right now, it could be. You don't know. Just tell us the first couple sentences of pocket it. Plan. No. Pocket, pocket plan. Pocket plan? <laughs> oh, you just wrote pocket plan on the top of your pocket plan? Okay. <laughs> this is also cool. where he does his insane bragging, right? He explains that he's going to get insulin for the price of water and that he's going to let governors go to other countries to buy pharmaceuticals. And in both of those scenarios, I was like, that's not, none of those are good. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> also, know. stop hoarding insulin like Baron fucking Harkonnen. What do you do? <laughs> 
Yeah, also, I mean, you're lying. You're right, doing well, nothing. Right. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. Trump says that drug prices will be going down any minute now. But yeah, insulin is not one of those things where you want to, you wouldn't believe how cheap I got this <laughs> insulin. <laughs> That's oh, not a great statement. That doesn't feel awesome. Also, there's just this tiny moment that happens. They're cross-talking and Joe interrupts Chris Wallace for the first time. And Chris Wallace has this moment where he's like, you too, Joe? Not you, Joe. Not you, man. Okay? Not you. Also, one other point I wanted to hear from Biden here was, well, socialized medicine actually does get better prices. That's one of the big points of it. Yeah. Like, we get the buying power of the population or almost the population. That's the thing. Didn't really say that either. Yeah, but you can't fault Biden for not trying to, like, get the nuance of a policy in there somewhere. Like, there's no fucking way into something like that you're going to inject the under, like, you know, a deeper understanding of the policy. Um, This is America. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And and at this point, I I know everyone shat on this format, but honestly, I started to fall in love with it. Like, a a town hall style Q&A where the other candidate just gets to heckle. I'm fucking in on that, right? <laughs> That's what it felt like at this point. Just yeah. you get a mic at the back of the room. Boo, boo, <laughs> dead son, boo. <laughs> so, you know, but I, honestly, like, I thought the real interesting thing here was that Trump was so sure that Biden owned him on this fucking issue that his only argument was you're Bernie Sanders you're Bernie Sanders in a suit right <laughs> exactly and that that was actually Wallace's next point too which was disgusting he he basically finally gets him to stop yelling back and forth really just Trump and he's like, oh, Mr. President, just shut up for a second I'm trying You'll to be... score you a point motherfucker <laughs> yes. yeah. I'm gonna make Joe divide the left Joe why are you taking away everyone's amazing private insurance that they love and love the price of oh this is also where we get the amazing exchange where wallace is like you know hey trump could you please shut up for a second and joe goes he he doesn't he doesn't know how to do that and then trump (laughs) literally cuts in and starts bragging about you don't know that you you'd be surprised he says you'd be surprised at how good he is at shutting up I'll show you how this. No, he tricked me in the green room into holding my breath till I passed out. (laughs) Not not again, Joe. You won't get me a second time. But yeah, this is where where Trump jumps in during Biden's answer some more. And he's just like, oh, you're working with Bernie Sanders. Wait, you're not working with Bernie Sanders. You just lost the entire left. Well, first of all, he is working with Bernie Sanders, yeah, so that's what that's what's happening. Secondly, that's together. not what the primary said. He didn't lose the entire fucking left. Yeah, no, the majority of it seemed to be on his side. Also, like, so Trump, once again, like, keeping in mind that, again, that originally he was being asked to, like, explain where his plan is and why it's been so absent for the last four fucking years. And at this point, he starts bragging about how he got rid of the individual mandate, right? He's like, yeah, you know, I got rid of that one part of Obamacare that kept it fiscally possible, but I kept everything else. Right. right. Yes. I would I would have loved Biden to point that out as well. You know, you, oh, oh, fiscal conservative that you are, you, you pointed out that you, you got rid of the part that made it possible financially right yeah this is also where we got the question about uh whether or not biden's gonna end the filibuster and pack the court 
Yeah, where he starts going, <laughs> I have a lace fan around here somewhere. <laughs> like, behind. Will I or won't I? Or will I? Smoke bomb. Dude, just answer yes. You need to. I need you to answer Not yes. No, no, no. Look, the fact that he was unwilling to answer this question is really good news. The fact yeah, that he I, wasn't I willing that. to just go, no, of course, like every other fucking politician in all of history in a debate would have gone, no, I'm not going to pack the court. The fact that he was like, I might not, would not, 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 wouldn't, <laughs> not. I liked it because it didn't give it didn't give talking points to the right about like, oh, he's going to steal the Supreme Court using his Jew magic. Right. Mm-hmm. But then he he gets if he ever does it, he just gets to be like, oh, old Uncle Joe would never lie to you. Look at the tape. See, right then and right. there, I'm looking at a nudie picture of Velma Hymax, <laughs> the, the top star in 1947, <laughs> had a picture of her on the side of my jet plane. <laughs> also, honestly. If he had said, yeah, I'm totally doing that, I wouldn't put it past Republicans to pack more court now before right. November. Yeah, honestly, that's, that's, a, that's a great point. That, that's not out of the question for them. They're going to they're gonna try to get a vote through the Senate without all the senators there because some of them have fucking COVID. We're going to see how that works. <laughs> well, and, and so here's the other thing, too, though. It, so I want to criticize not uh, Biden's answer, but his technique. Because if he wanted to avoid answering this question, all he would have had to do is say, well... What I'm going to do if elected is, and by then Trump would have cut him the fuck off, <laughs> right? He could have just it would have some, been some jujitsu shit. He could have just kept trying to like act like he was trying to answer the question and get cut off. Just a line of cookies going to his <laughs> mic. Got him. There he is. So that was the end of that question. And Chris Wallace jumps back in. Just really sad at this point. Just uh, OK, that went horribly. Round one goes to me being completely useless. I guess let's continue. Next question. Why should America trust each of you to handle the pandemic? (laughs) I guess we'll go with Biden first because, you know, the answer isn't quite as obvious. (laughs) Well, I love Chris Wallace, too, tries to inject some seriousness in this. He's like, you know, the next subject is COVID. That's very serious. I hope neither of you completely ignore the rules in favor of personal insults. And in this one, fucking <laughs> Trump starts hiding his COVID plans behind his back. You know, <laughs> he's, he's doing the clap thing to try and get them to be quiet. Okay, clap, 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 clap. <laughs> Trump's not doing it. Keeps missing his other <laughs> tiny hand. And I just want to say, I know it got overshadowed by what a shit show the debate is, but it is what it is because you are who you are is a great fucking line. It really line. is. It's the Fantastic. line of the night. Yeah, it was. Great line from Biden. Yeah. Um, well, you know, honestly, so was get out of your bunker and get out of the sand trap and get in the Oval Office. That was another really good one. Yeah. Right. Biden could have just thrown out those couple of, you know, zingers and been like, all right, rest of my time goes to you, bunker boy. What yeah, do you right. got? <laughs> what, do you, what, do you, what do you have to say about handling the pandemic? Have you done any of that I'll cede 45 minutes to you to condemn white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Trump's got a good response. Um does he? Joe Biden can't make a ventilator there and then on stage. Oh, see, the answer I thought you were talking about was China. Oh, yeah, China. <laughs> he said China well, 19 yeah. times at the beginning of his answer. The China plague, he's calling it now. Also, did you guys think it was pretty funny, the irony of him being like, all the COVID stuff he didn't tell you, knowing that Trump was standing there with COVID, having lied about whether or not he knew COVID to get into the building? Right, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, and I want to point this out, too, because at this point, Wallace is like, hey, Trump, have you been like misleading people about the vaccine timing? And he's like, no, we're weeks away from a vaccine. 
Like, okay, that is technically true. Yep. <laughs> some <laughs> some number of weeks. A concrete number of weeks. Now and then, yeah. <laughs> All the experts are wrong. The Trump and Eli Bosnick story. <laughs> I had... I had a real like moment of crisis in Trump's COVID slash vaccine answers because it's all the stupid stuff I think inside my head. And to hear it coming out of Trump's mouth <laughs> was real upsetting, right? It's real upsetting to sort of sit there and grumble to yourself for three months that like, I bet the CDC are taking their weekends off. And then have Trump be like, I bet the CDC are taking weekends off. They're having super long coffee breaks. Eli, did you hear like, that? Did you hear what just happened? <laughs> yeah. You I heard, heard it? it live coming out of Trump's cool. face. It was very well, upsetting. At least you didn't also add, you don't have the pure white blood to get the job done like me, Joe Biden. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. So that was a good close you didn't throw in there. That was nice. <laughs> and and then Wallace is like, hold on, Mr. Trump. We'll, we'll give you a chance to talk about pure white blood. Later. <laughs> We're back to that. I don't know if you'll be able to say anything useful, but we'll you'll give you a shot. You'll be able to say a lot, though, yeah. I love at one point, Trump's like, you wouldn't be able to do as good as me. You remember swine flu? And I'm like, not really, no. No. <laughs> I really, like, the, the name was memorable. That was what I remembered. <laughs> I Again, Biden really missed an opportunity to just be like, oh, yeah, I remember when the whole world shut down because of swine flu. The whole world shut down for three months, and then there was terrible deaths. 200,000. How many people died of swine flu? Uh, was it 200,000? It wasn't? Okay, Order great. magnitude different? I'm going to okay. cede my time to you. <laughs> Would you like to condemn white supremacy with it? No. <laughs> Next question. For the president again. Wallace asks him, okay, so uh, scientists are saying stuff and you're saying the exact opposite. Do you have the vaccine in your back pocket right now? You have to tell us. <sighs> yeah, science doesn't know as much about science as Trump does is his answer, is his actual answer. <sighs> actual answer, science is very political. It's yep. not an objective type of discipline. <laughs> but it was nice that we actually, I think we actually got an insight into why he thinks he's right and they're wrong because he's been speaking to pharmaceutical reps, right? So he's he's been ignoring that fast talk they do at the end of the fucking Viagra commercial and being like, oh yeah, no, they can make 200 billion doses by tomorrow. They told me. Well, they told me. You can't lie to the president. Yeah, well, and then it, it, Wallace points out at this point because he's talking about how we're weeks away from the vaccine and Wallace is like, well, you know, they've already, you know, your own CDC has already said that even if we got the vaccine tomorrow, it would still be spring or summer of next year before most people could have it. And he's like, no, 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 our military will deliver it. They deliver soldiers. Soldiers are way bigger than vaccines. Uh-uh. <laughs> Just... That was his yeah. actual point. Yeah, I'm the guys that deliver the soldiers will do it. Do you know how many needles you can fit in a Jeep? It's a crazy amount. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you'd let me shoot the vaccine at the people in Portland, two birds, <laughs> one covefe. <laughs> I, I did enjoy Biden jumping in here and being like, okay, but he said COVID was going to get killed by the Aprilness of April. Yeah, right. He's, he said to inject bleach and light into your arm. What the fuck is happening? Sar How are we listening to this sarcasm, guy? Sarcasm, bone mo. Yeah, And Trump said that was sarcastic. Trying out what? my stand up. <laughs> Oh, it was sarcastic? Oh, explain the sardonic wit of that pandemic jape well, you made about that, injecting that bleach. The other fucked up thing is that, no, the fuck it wasn't. Like, as bad as an excuse <laughs> nope. as that is, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it so clearly wasn't. Yeah, I don't even know if Trump can possibly physically do sarcasm because of Poe's law. Right, yeah. Like, it's, he, he's past right. that. <laughs> right. And then... 
I Wallace's weird gotcha on this where he was like, okay, but you say Donald Trump's a big liar. How do we know you're not going to say Anthony Fauci to all the people who have been disagreeing with him at risk of their literal lives aren't big liars? And Joe was like, what? <laughs> no, I'd be... I'd be president if I win. You get you get how that works, right? Fauci like, doesn't need bodyguards just to walk to his house anymore because I'm the president. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and for some reason, this spurred Trump to pit his intelligence against Joe Biden's. And look, I'm certainly not. I don't think that Joe Biden is a world worthy wit, but he's not the most famously stupid person in modern history. Right. Right, and that's the bar he's trying to clear. <laughs> he says, this is where he goes, uh, don't ever use the word smart with me. As Anderson Cooper so rightly pointed out immediately after, you don't have to worry about that one very often, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what really smart people do? They they mention how they're a stable genius and they get their doctor to sign a note. Yeah, they talk about how smart they are very often. Yeah, uh-huh. And how they're 6'3", 235, and also a stable <laughs> genius, according to that same guy. <laughs> Who's a very accurate doctor. <laughs> All right. Well, from there, they move on to reopening the country. First question was for Biden. Why are you reluctant to open the country quickly? And Biden's like, because of the, the, the deadly virus, mostly. <laughs> I, don't right. I don't really get I kind of want to slow play my hand on that. I don't get the question. Well, yeah. Basically, he says, like, I, I feel like maybe you make the plan before you reopen the schools. I'm just thinking, like, that would be the order. You make a plan first. <laughs> right. And then you do the thing. That would be my suggestion. To which Trump responded, and I, I thought this was a really solid point. You play more golf than me. <laughs> you do. You play more golf. He might as well have said he was a black woman at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> also, he then says, and I loved this so much. This is why I'm so glad we got to do this review now. He goes, well, you know, at first we didn't know we had to shut down the country, but now we know only older people, vulnerable people get the disease. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, was that a super dry cough from you just now? <laughs> God. Yeah, this was terrifying to watch after that news. I, re I watched it once at yeah. the time and mm -hmm. once after that news, and I was like, oh, my God, this is even worse. But come on, the solid brass balls on that guy. Like, I don't have 15 minutes of diabetes type 2 jokes because I drink mango nectar all day every day. <laughs> and so for Donald Trump to stand there on national TV and be like, it's really only the real bitches who get COVID, let me tell you. <laughs> Okay, but to be clear, you have way more than 15 minutes of mango nectar jokes. I mean, I do, but I haven't I haven't unleashed them on the world. <laughs> yeah, no, Bitches I... be mangan. No, I will say, like, watching... The second time I watched this, the, when they started doing the mask discussion, there was, like, ominous music playing over top of it that I didn't hear the first time around, you know? Oh, my God, this mask discussion was fucking brilliant. By the way... He's literally, he's like, everyone here has had a test. He knows. Yep. He knows he has COVID. He showed up late so that well, he wouldn't have to get tested. At the very least, he knows that everyone there hadn't been tested, right? The very fucking least he knew that. Yeah. Trump says, uh, I wear a mask, you know, when I need it. There's no way I'm getting the virus. I wear it at all <laughs> reasonable times whenever I need it. Biden wears like a big mask. <laughs> yes. Like a loser. <laughs> Covers his whole face. A big like a bitch mask. <laughs> <laughs> and then Trump repeats, uh, you know, the amazing talking point he heard from podcaster Eli Bosnick about the CDC <laughs> changing its opinion 
based on new evidence. So, yeah. How that's bad. Let's let's just kind of emphasize what happened here, right? So, quick reminder, early on in the fucking virus or in the pandemic, Fauci said, "Hey, you probably don't need to wear a mask. Those things are in short supply and people who like work in the medical industry really really need them. Please don't go snatching them all up." Then we found out that 40 to 45% or whatever of people who had it were asymptomatic and we found out a little bit more about how widespread it was in society and we were like, Oh, fuck. Okay, what we said about masks, never mind, right? That's what happened. We learned more shit and we said a new thing. That's what's supposed to fucking happen. Demonizing that. To demonize that is to demonize thought. Right. <laughs> what, 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 I guess what Trump was hoping for is Fauci to be like, no, I said masks are bad. I'm going to stick to my guns here. <laughs> well, because that's what Trump would do. Yeah, we need more scientists digging their heels in about their first <laughs> hypothesis. <laughs> Not waffling about their fucking science based on evidence. Bunch of pushover bitches. <laughs> First confirmatory evidence that comes along, these assholes will change their minds. <laughs> and speaking of which, the next question was about the rallies that Trump and Biden are having. Biden's aren't, you know, literally super spreader events and Trump's are. And OK, I guess you should just discuss that. That, that was the question. <laughs> yeah, he's like, there have been no problems at my rallies. Herman Cain was already messed up when we got him. He came out of the box like that. <laughs> he's all fucked up. And I mean, to Trump's credit, like, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. But if he were having a rally next door, I'd be like, ah, it's all the way. <laughs> There's a lot of steps on the way up my house. I'm going to read the platform. <laughs> I know his platform. I already read it. You know Good what? for you, John. Thumbs little, up out the front. Little chilly. Thumbs out the window. chilly out there. <laughs> You might go if you heard that Obama might make an appearance, but yeah, that's about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there for that. I'm oh, going man. for the special guests. Try and get an Alyssa Milano <laughs> autograph. Alyssa, can I have a lock of your hair? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's funny. That's right. Trump's big excuse here, by the way, was we have our rallies outside. Yeah. You, you know how much sunlight there is outside? <laughs> like, oh, all, all the sunlight is outside. <laughs> Fuck. Well, what I loved most about that line is he says, we do them outside. That's good, according to your experts. He turns to Joe Biden, all but puts air quotes around the word experts, right? Like, so your experts will be happy with the way I do it. <laughs> Dude, really? So-called PhD. No, Donald, you're doing air quotes. That's a real thing. It's called uh, philosophy, doctor. It's fine. It's fine. You're fucking foods. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well. That was terrifying, talking about the coronavirus with a probably positive coronavirus president at that exact moment. And from there, we move over to the economy. Trump says the economy is already fixed, and Biden says anything else. So the question again from Wallace was, talk about that ridiculous juxtaposition. <laughs> well, yeah, specifically about whether a, uh, Biden would cause more economic harm by doing a a shutdown to a greater degree than Trump did, yeah. Turns out when you choose between people and the economy, the economy can win. It's funny about that. They actually can. Well, you can get those points. But so the th the thing is, is that no, it can't. Right? That's the fucking problem. The 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 shutdown also is the best thing for the economy. They could say tomorrow the economy is wide open. Everybody can go anywhere they want. That isn't going to bring people back to the goddamn theaters. No, science will. Yeah. Yeah. And then Trump takes this moment to be like, oh, let me tell you, those Democratic states, they're so depressed. They're so sad because they're so close. And I was like, yeah, I mean, they're also alive, but I guess it is a bummer. 
wrote in my notes, do we want to be sad but alive? The Elon Musk <laughs> story. Well, yeah, he, he, he makes the claim that the shutdown is more dangerous because of all the alcoholism and depression demonstrably untrue not that those are not real problems but it is demonstrably not as bad as the alternative yeah no if if it was they would just be like yeah, it turns out you can fucking go do your right. thing yeah right and i did like biden jumping in here a little bit and being like okay he says the economy but he actually means the stock market right like hey coal miners out there middle class people you doing great with your fucking portfolio that you invest in <laughs> oh that's irrelevant to you cool got it he actually said scranton here he's like he doesn't care about the people in scranton i screamed because that's like his catchphrase you know <laughs> yeah. So, yeah he said the thing <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so yeah trump and biden each get their two minutes at the beginning of this question and then biden finishes <laughs> and trump's like i get to go again he just talked and Wallace is like, okay, like we're going to do an open discussion part here, but you get how like what you're describing is an infinite loop, right? Like you can't. Okay, you just talked, so now I get to go twice. <laughs> the fact that he made a statement doesn't mean you get a rebuttal. No. <laughs> Three times. But Wallace, at the end of this, is like, okay, you know what? You go again. I don't know. I, yeah, fine. <laughs> and Trump's like, I brought back Big Ten football. You're welcome, America. <laughs> I fixed it. Yeah. He's so, well, first, he's got to tell us about what a, how terrible and sad New York is. I'm like, dude, I live in Waycross, Georgia. Everything's relative, okay? <laughs> but Big Ten football, really? That was, yep. that was a big talking point for you? Big Ten football, great. Anyway, from uh, the important college football issue, next up was uh, taxes and billionaires not paying them. First question was for <laughs> Trump. Wallace says, okay, you paid $750 in federal income tax in 2016 and 2017. How much federal income tax did you pay in 2016 and 2017? <laughs> <laughs> and don't say you paid millions in other taxes. I'm very specifically talking about, I paid millions of dollars in other taxes. Okay. Yep. I pay sales tax on really expensive shit, though, so I shouldn't. it shouldn't Great. count. Okay. He, his answer to this question, by the way, is I'm so goddamn under-leveraged, you wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> I do not own $421 bazillion. Ask my banks. I'm very profitable. <laughs> Ex except when we lost millions and didn't pay any taxes for a bunch of those years. Yeah, that you saw. Yeah, we weren't talking about that. We were saying 2016 and 17. Well, it, if you think about it, it's Obama's fault that I'm a tax cheat, really. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. He said I could have four years. I changed that to 20. But he said, he said. Yeah. What I love, and again, it, I know it's we're supposed to be mad about it, but then he turns to Joe Biden and he's like, hey, the the format says you get two minutes now. Did you pay $750? This isn't really your question. You released your taxes. Okay. I guess I'll say something. Um, Trump just said to us, if you want billionaires paying more taxes, you should stop electing Republicans. That's what he just said. <laughs> yep. uh, my answer is Ibid, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. At one point, Trump asks why Biden didn't repeal the Trump tax cuts before Trump was president. <laughs> right, you know? exactly. Because that, that was his thing. Like He had practiced that line about, like, well, why didn't you do that with your 47 years in public office or whatever? But like he kept using it at the wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> in fairness, Democrats undertax billionaires, too, historically. I don't like oh, that absolutely. either. But way absolutely. worse yeah. for Republicans. Every time they come into office, they do the Trump thing. Not as good as him. Not as bad as him. Yeah. But that point was ridiculous. So from there, we move on to just a general discussion of taxes. 
Wallace says, like, okay, Mr. Biden, you're going to raise taxes on rich people. Uh, Trump says you should and I guess should not do that. It was confusing what he was just saying. <laughs> Talk some more about taxes. Yeah, it's like Trump says the Obama tax rates couldn't coexist with a booming economy. Uh, my question to you, uh, Mr. Vice President, is uh, were 2008 through 2015 real years or was that, <laughs> I tell you, imagine uh, those? Just a good dream. The end of Vanilla Sky. Is this Vanilla Sky? You have to tell me. <laughs> My machine definitely broke at the start of this debate. <laughs> and it always just boggles me that this is the question we keep having to ask both parties. Like, okay, but if we take money from rich people, won't they all leave and stop giving us the money they don't give us? Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> I think there was an American population in the 50s and the 60s. I think I remember there being people here and businesses, too. There seems... The historical record backs you up. Yeah, well, okay. And I should point out that we're about halfway into the debate here. We're about 45 minutes in. This is where Trump, for the first time, goes all fucking QAnon, right? Because this is where he just out of goddamn nowhere starts talking about Biden's son and the millions of dollars that the mayor of Moscow's wife gave him. That's complete horseshit, by the way. Yes! Yep. This there, is like, The fact checkers on that one are going like, man, we can't even really explain to you how he got there right <laughs> and and when biden points that out he's like that's totally discredited trump's like yeah by the media Nailed yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> just by the people whose job it is to say what is that is not true biatch i have covid <laughs> also at one point, Wallace stops Trump and he's like, okay, everything you're saying contradicts the fact that Obama's final three years were better for jobs than your first three years. You keep saying you're amazing for the economy. You're just talking about the Dow going up. It was going up under Obama too, but jobs were better under him than you, the end of his, beginning mm -hmm. yours. And then Trump says the Obama-Biden recovery was the slowest recovery in history. Yeah, what? It was the slowest recovery from a depression since the last depression, is what he added to that. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh. I love there's a moment here where, like, Trump is getting way too belligerent about uh, about uh, Hunter Biden. And Chris Wallace is trying to get him to shut up long enough for Joe Biden to answer his question. And at one point, he just turns to Joe and he's like... I'm listening to you. <laughs> it's like, dude, you are one inch away from la la la. I can't hear you in Trump. Jesus Christ. Oh, also, he didn't go hard enough into the family stuff. There's this great moment where Joe starts and then doesn't go all the way. He's like, your son, your son, 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 sunshine, son, son, son. And at one point, Joe Biden goes, I mean, do we want to talk about families and ethics? And, <laughs> and he doesn't just go. <gasps> okay let's start the <laughs> well again that's obviously one of the lines that he came in there ready to use right and i thought it was a great line he's like yeah you want to talk about families and ethics look this isn't about my family it's not about your family and then he turns to the camera and he's like it's about their family right it's about america the american people's family. like that was i thought a good deflection on this but of course you, you barely could hear it because trump was trumping all over it well wallace finally managed to wrap up that section and next up, they're going to talk about race relations. The first question was for Trump. But the intro to this was ridiculous. 
Wallace says, okay, Mr. President, we're going to talk about race. You'll want to ignore that probably and talk about, you know, whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> and this is where Trump's just like, he interrupted me too. He interrupted, we're both uh, calmer than you are. This is interrupting on both sides, on all sides equally. And Wallace is like, no, but mostly, mostly you, right? You know, it's mostly <laughs> you. Wow. Okay, whatever. Uh, Joe Biden, why should voters trust you on race issues? <laughs> and, and Biden's like, okay, well, I feel like you keep saying this. I'll try one more time. Um, I'm not a Nazi. Is that, is that enough? Yeah. So this is, I thought, was where Biden was kind of at his strongest. And obviously, this is the easiest place to attack Biden or to attack Trump. Rather, he's a fucking white supremacist. So he's like, yeah, you guys remember that time he gassed a peaceful protest so he could hold a Bible upside down in front of a church he'd never been to? Remember that? <laughs> Huh? Am I There's done? Pictures. How are there red states? Why are you even doing polls? <laughs> I will say, and I don't mean this is a big dig, someone needs to explain to Joe Biden what a dog whistle is because he was like, he's nothing but dog whistles. He, he dog whistles and up and down and all. Their dog, I don't know, Kamala told me that there are dogs and there are whistles and he, does, <laughs> he doesn't and they're bad. I don't know why I'm expounding on him being a Nazi. That's the end of my answer. <laughs> yeah. The end. Right. Well, it, but so Biden also makes a really good point here, too, because, you know, Trump always says he's done more for the African-American community than any president since. Goddamn Except for Lincoln. maybe Lincoln. Well, Except and, maybe Lincoln. And, and always he puts that qualifier on maybe, maybe Lincoln. I don't know if you really want to count that shit, but maybe Lincoln. So but Biden, I thought, made a really good point when he pointed out how disproportionately the pandemic had affected the African-American community. Yeah. Right? Like, so, hey, Mr. Friend of the African-American community, how about addressing this huge disparity here? Right. right. And he was like, I, trust me, I've got a great count of this. Cops love me. Perfect proof I'm not a racist. I'm yes! not a racist. Ask any police department <laughs> in the country is, is my counterpoint to that. Wow. I'll send the army to kill any protesters also, by the way, <laughs> is, yeah. is why you should trust me to handle he race relations. That's the rest of my answer. literally turned the race question into a question about law and order. That is like, that's what we would have written in the goddamn skit. <laughs> Pose law. You, you, can't, you can't go past him. And from there, they transition to specifically Breonna Taylor. Wallace says, okay, Mr. Biden, when Breonna Taylor got killed by a police officer... Oh, this is weird. Was that good or bad? I guess we'll ask Trump the same question. <laughs> uh, here's where we are in 2020. Yeah. No, I've never felt more sorry for a stutterer than when Biden was trying to say systemic racism, though. <laughs> Woo. That's a tough also, one. Well done, sir. If I can call out Biden, he does the bad apples thing. Yes. The expression yes. is one bad apple spoils the bunch. That's literally what the expression means, is that one bad apple spoils the bunch. Also, just in general, I didn't like Biden's answer here. He basically said, no. you know, almost all cops are amazing. It's terrifying that Biden can't point out that tons of cops are at the very least turning a blind eye to racism because he would lose votes if he said that. That's yeah. terrifying. Well, yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, well, most cops don't like what happened to George Floyd. And I'm like, wow, is that a low bar to fucking clear? <laughs> yeah. You know, 51% of cops didn't think it was awesome that a guy got killed to death for nothing. They also made I Can Breathe t-shirts and reenacted the murder with teenagers. So, like, uh. it hasn't gone awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not even sure we hit the 51% on that. Mm -mm. And this is where Wallace asked Trump, 
Why the fuck would you try to end racial sensitivity training if you're not a racist? How what can you would even, even pretend mean? not to be racist now? <laughs> and Trump's answer is racial sensitivity is racist. He's the real racist. <laughs> it's racist against white people can be the only because like so another great quote from him to really say, show you what he meant. It, quote, if you were a certain person, you had no status in life. It was sort of a reversal, end quote. We could do the whole goddamn episode on that sentence. Yes, because he, that means they made white people feel like black people feel all the time, some of the time. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Mr. Trump, I couldn't hear you. That's weird. This is the only time I wasn't able to hear you. Your white privilege was making a lot of noise just now. <laughs> couldn't hear your fucking answer. Jesus yeah, he's, fucking Christ. He described this as a radical revolution of anti-racism, which <laughs> is bad, yes. to be clear. This is my password for my time-traveling future self. If I ever need to bamf back in time and not be believed. No, Joe Biden's going to get on national TV to defend racial sensitivity training. You have to listen to me. <laughs> I only have so much time. <laughs> and this is another moment where Biden's answer was just like, okay, I, I guess I, I should talk too. Can we just use my time to replay everything he just said? Did you guys hear that? <laughs> Yeah. Well, right. So he says at, at, at one point, uh, Biden directly says he's a racist. Now, so how racist does Donald Trump have to be before a fucking opponent can call him a racist in a presidential debate? And that's not even a goddamn news story the next day. Nope. Right? Nobody even talked about that. Yeah. But, but Trump answered that by saying, well, Obama was more racist than me. If you think about it, he hated black people more than I did. <laughs> yeah. He also seems to think that the words law and order will send Joe Biden back to his home dimension. <laughs> Didn't work, by the way, because he's like law and order. I'm going to do this to you in a second and you're not going to be able and to you're do gonna it. Yeah. <laughs> but just for the record, law and order, order and law. Yep. And we get a bunch more interrupting from Trump and Wallace being like, seriously, Mr. President, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to love this next part. Come, Again, I'm you giving cookie? you a great, great setup. Cookie. So murder is up because of too many Democrats. Am I right? I'm wrong. Am I right, though, Mr. <laughs> Trump? Yeah. So Wallace is like, you, you often cite the increase in violent crime during your presidency as a warning of what a Biden <laughs> yeah. presidency might look like. I, I have a three-part question for you. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> and Wallace even points out, okay, well, there's, there's crime in Republican places, yep. too, obviously. But Trump's just like, well, Biden's going to make suburbs illegal from now on. And that's when Biden, <laughs> this was one of the most ridiculous moments in the debate. I laughed a lot. Biden's like, I was raised in the fucking suburbs. I'm from the cul-de-sac, motherfucker. I'm, I was born in the dark. Really? The, the mean streets of the cul-de-sac? We left our fucking bicycles in the front fucking yard, motherfucker. <laughs> Stickball. Stickball. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and a sycamore tree. <laughs> I just I want to point this out again. I know I've pointed this out before, I believe, on this show. But just just to keep in mind, when they start talking about like uh, Trump starts talking about the percentages going up of, of violent crime so much in New York. Oh, the percentages are that's because they can't talk about the real numbers. 
right? So, like, the percentages, yes, went way up over the last two years in, in, in terms of violent crimes, very specific violent crimes uh, in New York. The overall number of violent crimes, I don't believe, has gone up by much, even as a percentage. But, like, it's still, like, way lower than it was 10, 12 years ago when I lived there and it was among the safest cities, in, like, large cities in all the world, right? So, right. the, like, the, the, the amount of violent crime in New York is still is incredibly fucking low. That's why they have to talk about percentages instead of actual numbers. Right. Math, boo. Math, boo. Right. Boo, yeah. math. Uh-huh. And, again, let's just point out that all that Trump is, the point that Trump is making is when you let black people move to your city, they murder you in the street. Yep. Exactly. Right, so Wallace jumps back in with a bunch of wrestling, and he's got a question for Biden. He asks, what does reimagining policing mean to you, and do you support Black Lives Matter calling for a giant overhaul of policing? And Biden did, this was a little disappointing for me too, Biden did not give a giant yes I do agree with that call. I, so I, I, I think Biden made the right call here. I think Biden was stepping into a minefield. The fact that he danced his way through it, I thought was pretty impressive. I, yeah. You know, there was no good answer here uh, for him in terms of like, you know, trying to satisfy his entire coalition. I think he erred on the side of the larger group of people that might vote for him. Yeah, I, I think he actually nailed this because what he did is he described a giant overhaul of policing, but he said, we're going to give cops more money first. He was like, oh, no, Uncle Joe doesn't want to take your money. He wants to give your police a little psychologist friend who, let's say, doesn't have a gun. And you know what? Your policeman friend can take the day off because he's defunded. What? Never mind. Vote yeah. for Uncle Joe. <laughs> Vote for Uncle Joe. <laughs> yeah, he kind of snuck it in there being like, all right, well, I do support like, you know. Like a buddy cop movie with a cop and a psychiatrist going around together, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but not a cop. <laughs> yeah, but not a cop. Yeah, yes. exactly. He also works in the community, uh, whatever, officers, people, which, again, it's just it's just a great pitch for defunding the police. He's like, and, and let's say that your cop like uh, lived in your neighborhood, right? And he got to know the people there, and he, well, he wasn't a cop, but right? He's a cop. He lives in your neighborhood. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And and Wallace, like, it, it, I think this was one of the least objective moments from Wallace where he's like, uh, so, uh, Joe Biden, why did you not, in your role as a private citizen, Person. call the <laughs> Portland mayor and tell them how to do their jobs? Yeah. And Biden's like, why in the ever-loving hell would I do that? Yeah. Biden's like, you you know, I'm not the president right now. <laughs> Despite what the polling said. I mean, yeah, they might as well just given, given the polling. I, I, and Wallace is like, oh, right. Yeah, sorry. Let me try that again. Um, same question for Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> and Biden says like, okay, you you sure this wasn't a question for Trump about using the military on peaceful protesters? Well, it's like, oh, I am not sure. Hold on. Let me look at. Yep. That's what that. That we, is yeah. what my question was. We, right. That was for Trump. Okay. <laughs> and Trump's like, yeah, no, that was obviously for me. I would definitely use more military on peaceful protesters. Nailed it. <laughs> if only they would let me. The problem is they won't let me. Right. Yeah. God. And then we get another question for Trump. And again, another intro like, oh, Mr. Trump, you're going to love this one, too. This is an easy one for you. All you have to do to get this one right. No. Is OK. You already <laughs> said no. You're interrupting. I'm setting you up, man. All I need you to do is say, Nazis are bad. Just say that sentence. Antifa. 
No. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I know this has been talked about a lot, but I want to talk about the stand back and stand by thing. Of right? course. Yeah. Because it's terrifying. It is actually crazier than the media has been focusing on. Because he doesn't say Proud Boys stand back and stand by. He says Proud Boys stand back and stand by, but someone has to do something about Antifa. Right? Yep. If I said, Heath, wait a second, but someone's got to eat all these chicken wings, the implication is that Heath should pause and then eat all the chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly, exactly. No, this this was very clearly a, hey, if you guys are out and about anyway and you see any of them Antifa motherfuckers, yeah. No, very clear. This was absolutely, positively the low point in all of presidential debates and American history. Well, yeah. it, it's not quite that, but yeah, it's definitely the low point in, in uh, presidential debates, and hopefully remains so forever. Yeah. Except for maybe the thing before Lincoln, maybe. <laughs> Andrew Jackson's just watching from the back of the audience. Boo, boo. <laughs> also, hey, apropos of nothing, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. How fun was the ending of Inglorious Bastards? Oh, like, so right? fun. Such so a delight. fun movie. What a delight. Oh, man. <laughs> I did enjoy when Biden jumped in here and was like, hey, by the way, Trump's FBI explained to him that Antifa isn't the fucking Elks Club with meetings. It's an idea. <laughs> Anti-fascism is what that stands for. <laughs> he's saying that's bad. And Trump's like, bullshit, bullshit. What does my FBI director know? He's full of shit. He's part of the deep state. I appointed part of the deep state for some reason. <laughs> I, not sure why I, I fire that. him now. I fire him right here, right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, and I love to, at the end of this segment, Wallace is desperately trying to put a tourniquet on this segment for Trump. Right, he's trying to end the segment where Trump failed specifically to condemn white supremacy when asked to do that in those words. And Trump is too stupid to let him do that. <laughs> yep. Yep. But they finally get moving on to the idea of their past records as politicians. Trump was first, and Wallace is like, okay, well, Mr. President, um, what would you say you do here? I guess is my question. <laughs> Wallace is like, Trump, have you done any, you know, things? And he's like, yeah, I'm allowed to lie. So, yes, yeah. I can. Oh, man. <laughs> there's no fact checking. I've accomplished it's... more than every single president. He didn't even say except Lincoln on this. No. Point yeah. Uh -huh. no. Yep. <laughs> more than every single president. And I mean, he did. He accomplished a tax cut for rich people mm -hmm. and stole the Supreme Court and a bunch of the federal bench. Those yeah. are accomplishments. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, he does claim that. He was like, yeah, no, they were so confident. They left me 128 openings. Can you imagine? I'm not going to do that because I, I mean it. They didn't. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, right. Judiciary is no. really fucked. <laughs> It was because it was because Obama and Biden weren't really serious about the whole judge thing. That's why <laughs> they left. No, it's because it's because the Republican Senate refused to do their yeah, fucking exactly. jobs for two years at the end of Obama's two goddamn fucking years. Here's an actual quote, by the way, uh, where Trump is trying to explain how great everything was pre-COVID. Actual quote. People were calling me for the first time in years. They were calling and they were saying it's time maybe. And then what happened? We got hit. No fucking clue. No, I have no idea. There's, it doesn't make more sense in context or anything. That's the kind of shit we were dealing with. God damn it, he listed the Space Force among his accomplishments. <laughs> I created a bunch of new punchlines. 
Yep. I've given the scathing guys so much material. So much material. <laughs> Have you heard the Carl Tyler skits? They've gotten four years of material out of that shit. <laughs> I did like where Biden pointed out, okay, we handed this guy the great economy he keeps trying to brag about, just to be clear. And Trump starts interrupting again. And Wallace is like, dude, you agreed to the format. What about this? How about... You count to 120, and Biden talks, and Trump's like, one of the first things, 120, my turn again, my turn again, I go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Biden says at this point, you know, because we're, we're talking about track records, that's a real fucking softball tee up for Biden. So he's like, look, under this president, this is a quote again, under this president, we become weaker, sicker, poorer, and more violent, end quote. I'm like, is there a TKO in a presidential debate? Is, is there a mercy rule? Uh, and this is where Trump almost gets tricked into shitting on his dead kid. But he's like, no, no, I don't I don't want to talk about your dead kid. I want to talk about your drug kid. Because they told Tyler said <laughs> I could make jokes about the drug kid. But I don't know about that kid. hero kid, but I know about your coke-headed communist spy bum kid. And <laughs> credit where credit is. I thought Biden handled that really well. Right. He was like, yeah. I'm proud of my son who's overcome his addiction. And like the yeah. truth is a ton of Americans have overcome drug addiction. That's going to mean a ton to a lot of people. I mean, maybe not Trump supporters, but it's going to mean a ton to a lot of people that a presidential candidate said that. Well, and, and Biden also in the lead up to this had brought up the losers and suckers quotes from Trump. Right. Uh, so, And I thought his emphatic defense of the military at that point will play well, even with the Trump supporters. Yeah. Yeah, I think Biden really got rolling and, and definitely won the second half of this. I would have loved that first half to be different. But yeah, yeah he, he's he's rolling pretty, pretty nicely here. And this is where we transition to climate change. Oh. Wallace says, listen, shut up. I want to talk about climate change. And Biden's like, me the fuck too. <laughs> Excellent. And the question was for Trump to start. Wallace says, okay, uh, you say all of science is wrong. Again, you keep doing that. Uh, do you want to repeat that? Do you want to what? What do you think about the thing that you deny that scientists say is real? Yes. And yeah, and that's his answer. Trump says, yep, they're wrong. Yep, he Trump explains climate science to the scientists. I want the sweetest, cleanest water you ever done. So sweet and so clear, <laughs> it's insulin. It actually is insulin. <laughs> <laughs> also, we need to rake up the forest oh, of America. You know how America has a forest? We yep. need to rake it. We need to sweep that thing. The problem with the forest is all those damn trees and the damn leaves. That's very nearly a quote. Um, at one point he says, uh, speaking of the environment, Trump's like, well, if you look at the numbers, we're doing well. You, you can't, if you're on the West Coast, you can't see them through the haze, but you can, like, if you hold it <laughs> yeah. close to your face, you can see the numbers are great. I also loved that he was talking about the Europe Forest cities? They, they have way more flammable trees than us over there, Eli. And they <laughs> I, I saw a documentary. Wood it's doesn't called... burn that hot. This is all a hoax. <laughs> I, I saw this documentary. It's called The Smurfs. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Anyways, these Europeans, <laughs> they live in these forest city. Their trees are made of matches. What the fuck was he talking about forest cities? Was He, he had watched goddamn... Lord of the Rings or something? He thinks they have elves over there. And then he says that baffling thing about cars. I watched that clip three times. I have no idea what claim he was making about oh, cars. That was nuts. Wallace jumped back in here and was like, Mr. Trump, why would you get rid of all the environmental standards, though? Like, that's bad, right? And Trump's just like, okay, well, cars are like 
vroom vroom now and they used to be like it's much better with the vroom vroom i have no idea no idea what he's talking about at one point he said the car has gotten this is a quote the car has gotten so expensive because they have computers all over the place for an extra little bit of gasoline that's one of those dumb fucking things that my father-in-law says when he's bitching about how they're going to get you, right? <laughs> We're being governed by a guy at a motherfucking Applebee's explaining to the young kids around the table how they're going to get you. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so Wallace is like, yeah, vroom, vroom, totally. Got it. Uh, that made a lot of sense. Uh, question for Biden next. Will saving the earth tank the economy? <laughs> and the correct answer to that question, by the way, is yes, no, who cares? Does it matter? We have to do the save the earth thing. Where would you even put the economy? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise. Well, so I, I love to, so very tiny little piece of credit to Wallace when he's formulating this question. He says, uh, so uh, Mr. Biden, you proposed new limits, not abolishing, but new limits on fracking. You can see Trump crumbling up a bunch of <laughs> notes in the background, all pissy. Uh, <laughs> fracking, ruined <laughs> fracking joke. And look, I, I know that Joe's answer here is actually relatively good, but just hearing Joe Biden say future words is such a delight to me. He's like, we're going to get some of them solar panels like my nephew has to charge his cell phone. And we're going to weatherize the buildings, which I learned about four minutes ago before I walked out here. Does not mean expose them to weather. So, huh. That one's oh my on God, me. he's like, we're going to put the little, you know, them little strips you put in the crack of the door. I'm like, God <laughs> damn it, Joe, are you about to show us how to properly roll an extension cord now? <laughs> this is that a cock was gun. so 88-year-old man. <laughs> the hurricane's greatest enemy. <laughs> we're making better buildings. That's right, Mr. Trump. I'm banning windows. Deal with it. That's right. No more fucking windows. Just for you, though. And and then, like, to to, to reinforce my point about the fucking crazy guy at Applebee's telling you how they're going to get you. This is where Trump starts talking about how the Green New Deal is going to cost $100 trillion and there will be no more cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he accuses Biden of banning cows and windows and airplanes but and... Suburbs. <laughs> Bovine genocide. <laughs> vroom, vroom. He's going to ban vroom, vroom. Wallace is like, Mr. President, let him finish. And Melania's like, no chance, Chrissy. No fucking chance. <laughs> also, I, I sh we should point out, too, because we were talking about the environment. This is where Biden points out that Trump literally wanted to nuke a goddamn hurricane. <laughs> he did want to nuke a hurricane. And, and Trump denies it. But no, he literally, literally said that. Somebody was at a meeting with Donald Trump <laughs> yeah. in which he suggested to a bunch of scientists, hey, okay, so that hurricane, that looks rough. Can we, we have nuclear bombs. We can't just drop that right in the eye part. <laughs> that would blow it right up. <laughs> and the whole room went silent for like five minutes. And then they were like, okay, well, moving. Did you guys enjoy the end of Inglorious Bastards? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to the final topic, which is counting stuff. <laughs> Wallace, Wallace asks both of them, you guys cool with counting all the votes for the election? Biden, you're first. And he's like, yeah, we should count all the votes. What the fuck am I doing here? This is ridiculous. 
Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, yeah, the, the question is, can you please tell your supporters not to start a war if you lose? And Trump gets this question wrong. What's worse, we all knew he would as soon as the question was presented to him. We're like, yeah. oh, I, I, I guarantee you he ain't going to get this one right. Yeah, he, he barely makes it through. Okay, but will you not start a war before you know you lose? And he's like, no, I cannot make that promise to you. <laughs> he literally says it. At one hour, four minutes, two seconds of the debate, Trump actually says the words, it's a rigged election. Talking about the election that's going on right now. Yep. Apparently they found one Trump ballot in a garbage can somewhere. Anarchy! Well, yeah, two, no, two Biden ballots and seven uh, Trump ballots. But the, the, And the key on that fucking story, by the way, is that they found them. <laughs> you know, of all the thousands of goddamn ballots out there, when nine went missing, somebody's like, well, where, where the fuck are these nine? <laughs> and they found them. Yep. Did Trump claim that states are losing 30 to 40% <laughs> of mail-in no ballots? I have no idea where I, that came from. I've been to the New Jersey DMV. That sounds about right. 40% of our mail-in ballots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he starts talking about, like, they found Trumps in the rivers, in the garbage cans, in a box with a fox, <laughs> in a drain with a grain. Jesus fucking Christ, this is so stupid, but terrifying, right? The whole time you're just like, God, I wish you'd just get COVID. That would make it so much easier. Oh, so good. I know I don't believe in the supernatural, but so many people thought it all at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, Wallace has to jump in and interrupt Trump from interrupting his own fucking segment. He's like, dude, shut up. I'm going to ask you a question. You're next. Stop (laughs) interrupting your own about to happen segment. So... In 2018, 31 million people voted with mail-in ballots. More than 25%. It was fine. Here's your question. Are you going to use the Supreme Court to outlaw the millions of mail-in votes that we know we're getting this year? Yes. Yep. (laughs) Definitely going to try to rig this with the Supreme Court. Yep. Was the actual answer. Well, what's amazing to me is that Trump is intellectually incapable of understanding the precise question that he's being asked, right? Where where yeah. what Wallace <laughs> is saying is like, okay, all this shit that you're saying would be a terrible thing has already started happen- happening, so what are you going to do about it? And Trump keeps saying what he would have rather have done before because he's too stupid to understand and too petulant to understand what he's being asked. Yep. Yeah, he kept pointing out like, no, no, no. Here's, here's how my system would be. You would have to ask me personally nicely for a ballot, and then I would send you a ballot. Yeah. And that's how it would work. And Wallace is like, no, 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 no. Listen to my words from my face. I'm asking about the millions of ballots I would. You would ask me for mailed. a ballot. You would ask okay. me for a ballot. Yeah, right. Everyone has a buddy, and you got to meet up with your buddy on election day. <laughs> your buddy <laughs> has your ballot. And, and then he turns to, to fucking Biden, and he's like, hey, uh, Joe, are you worried they'll do the thing they've already done and have said without question they would do again, given the opportunity? Am I worried about the thing he literally just said moments ago? I am. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and honestly, I thought this was Biden's strongest moment. Um, I thought when he looked right in the camera and he said, look, the reason he's doing this isn't because he can steal the election. It's because he's trying to scare you into thinking that your vote won't count. He's trying to scare you into thinking that there's no point in you trying to vote because he's going to steal the election anyway. He does not have the power to do that. Right. 
And that's the most important thing. I see that over and over again from people on, on like our pages and on left wing pages where they're like, it doesn't matter if you vote. Trump's going to steal. It. No, the fuck he's not. No. Trump has never done anything successfully in his goddamn life. You think a coup against the United States of America will be the first thing he ever doesn't fuck up? <laughs> right. I don't like to put just I don't like to bet on Trump not doing an evil thing, but he is very incompetent. Yeah, so but nice. not doing one successfully. Yeah, yeah. That, that seems like a safe bet. It's the guy who couldn't get away with paying off his porn star. Let's relax. Right. Okay? Like, so, again, he's like, it's not that he's not going to try. He's clearly already trying. Right. Like it would yep. be it, like if he stopped trying now, he already would have made an attempt to steal the election. Right. He put a, a bucket above the door where Chuck Schumer's going to walk in and everything. <laughs> So, so Wallace finally gets to his last question of the night here. He points out that in eight states, it's actually illegal right now for election people to start counting votes from the mail-in ballots until the day of the election. They can't, they're legally not allowed to start. So we're not going to know the winner right away on election night. And the question was, will you tell your voters to hold off on any sort of, I don't know, orgy of Nazi violence while we count everything? And and will you wait until we count everything to declare victory? And I love that he, he directs it to Biden first. He's like, Joe Biden, will you tell your ravenous supporters not to be <laughs> violent as they so often are if you don't win the election? <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I'm going to the big Antifa national meeting next week, and I'll tell them to not do that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And Trump is like, pass. Trump Trump actually says, I'm urging my voters to intimidate people at the polls is yes. what I'm doing. Yes. He, he was. And apparently, just so you know, you can't just show up to whatever polling place you want and watch out for Polish people. That's not what a poll watcher <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. He's actually confused about that. He's pointing out in Philadelphia a bunch of MAGA idiots showed up at random polling places without being registered as poll watchers and were just like, I stand here and menace now. <laughs> and the poll people were like, no, no, no you, you don't. We don't even have, you, you have poll watchers on election day, buddy. That's, that's, you can't do, you don't do that for like places where early voting happens. <laughs> you don't just stand there for like 30 fucking days. <laughs> Ugh, I've been camped out here for weeks. <laughs> yes. Tough Making sure bullshit. nobody Mexican. He votes. goes, well, yeah, because we try to do that because bad things happen in Philadelphia, and I'm like, oh, we got one right. He finally said a true thing. <laughs> <laughs> and and Wallace hears these these remarks, and he's like, okay, so to be clear, you're going to tell Republicans to riot, and Trump's like, well, if there's fraud, yes. And then Wallace is like, okay, well, you're saying there's fraud already. You just said that. Are you telling people to riot? And basically, yes, he is. Yes. That's what's happening. Yeah. Are you going to send the military to kill those rioters? What? No. You know, no? Wallace is screaming. He's like, I'm going to end this debate quick while Trump implicates himself in more future crimes <laughs> over top of me. Bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. Goodbye. <laughs> he puts on the fucking Ferris Bueller robe. What are you still doing here? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we made it through without me breaking another screen like I did when I watched the debate the first time around. I guess that's a win. So let's go to the scorecards. Who won and by how much? Uh, Biden by a mile, lots of miles. And the polling backs that up. Look, people who want a bully in chief are already in Trump's camp. 
and the wishy-washy know-nothings that are still undecided at this point in American fucking history, if they tuned in at all, if they're aware at all, if they watched the clips at all, they were looking for who looked more presidential. By that metric, it is a damn easy decision. All things considered, I think Joe did fine. Um, I did spend the whole time thinking about what Obama would have done if he could have dressed up as Joe Mission Impossible oh style oh, or something like that. So good. But um, yeah, but 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 like I, I honestly think given what he was put up against, I think Joe did pretty fucking well. He started slow, but I think he did pretty fucking well, all things considered. Oh, man, I, I complete opposite. Totally disagree. I, I hate to say it. I'm giving it to Trump by a mile, honestly, in the important ways. Obviously not on like the content of his platform or meaningful arguments or saying one thing of substance, but I'm guessing he came off better with undecided voters in places like Ohio, even if those people won't admit it. We're talking about a bunch of centrist white people who get impressed with that bullshit alpha male thing and they're not smart enough to see through it. They like it for some reason. And encouraging a group of neo-Nazis is somehow not a deal breaker for that group. It, it can't be a deal breaker if they're still undecided. For, for those people, the optics of that debate, it feels like this might be what they're seeing. They're seeing Trump on offense a bunch and Biden on defense a bunch. That switched in the second half, and I was real glad to see that. But, you know, everybody who watches the debate watches the beginning and not necessarily the end. And Biden didn't have enough good comebacks for these assholes to, like, win the middle school roast battle. And that, that, I feel like that's in a lot of people's heads as how debating works because they're stupid. Now, all that being said, yeah, the polls on this show that more people thought Biden won. So that's good news. I, I just think those people are liars to some extent. I mean, the, the, the polls for who won this debate and the polls for who's going to get votes in the election both look like they did four years ago, which like <laughs> I just don't like that lining up. I know that doesn't mean it's going to happen the same way again, but I don't like that. There were liars four years ago, I think, and I think there are liars now. Kind of embarrassed about saying, yeah, no, I thought Trump won because I'm an asshole. But it seems like 2020 has less undecided voters than normal, so hopefully that group of insane people can't affect the outcome. I, I didn't see any big changes in the election polls, and that's actually a win for Biden, who was already winning heading into the debate. Well, so so the, the latest state uh, uh, polls out of Pennsylvania and Florida post-debate actually do show a, a, a significant swing in Biden's direction, too. Nice. Good. And I think COVID won by about 12 people so far. Yeah, so far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's not the, the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. You're not supposed to wish death on people on Twitter. So <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how much better they are at those rules when it's white men, isn't it? Yeah. They're so good at those rules when it's white men. Really hope COVID doesn't die in one particular pocket. Wouldn't want to wish death on anything. <laughs> All right, last thing before we wrap it up. I'll tell you one last thing before we wrap it up is that you decided all of a sudden, data doesn't matter. goes against who I thought was the thing. The polling. Talk about my dead son. Okay, that was my mistake. Mute button is back on, and we're closing it out. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. You're unmuted if you're going to be cool. Dead son. And thanks to, okay. Thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter. And send us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening. And please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business bottle to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like all the generous new donors who will have their genitals complimented during the next standard episode coming right up next week. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist, 
God Awful Movies, D&D Minus, and Citation Needed. Available on Apple Music, Stitcher, all those other podcast apps, or the deep web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penis. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He's the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with permission. You should definitely check them out using the links we'll provide, or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.